Welcome to Mad Toast Live, recorded in front of a live audience. A very healthy live audience, I should say. At the Brink Lounge, 701 East Washington Avenue, right down the hill from the Capitol Building in Madison, Wisconsin. We're your hosts, I'm Mary Gaines, and this is Chris Wagoner. Thanks, Mayor. You're welcome. Thanks for coming. We are here tonight with Andina and Rich. How you guys doing? Okay. Not bad at all. Excellent. So. Nice to see you glad, again. Glad, glad to get away from Chicago for an evening. <laughs> so that's where you're from. Yeah. Okay. Ultimately. Ultimately. Okay, we'll talk about that. Hey, you want to just kick into a song? Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. Okay, go for it. In the road in a car that I rented this morning at an airport in a state I've never been. Left behind the grind and the pressures of time and started clean. Not much of a load, a guitar and a couple of bills. The troubles in the driveway for a while. A silly smile I got the radio on And I'm singing along To a song I don't know And I don't know why Well maybe it's the breeze In the oak and the walnut trees And the orange and pink prairie sky And the orange and pink prairie sky Like a kid playing hooky That delicious sense of sneaking away It's the nomad's life for me Leave responsibility for another day And so I am here in the belt of the beef and the Bible Not the concrete of the commerce and the craft the windmills whirl and spin, and the sunset draws me in, and I grin and laugh. I got the radio on, and I'm singing along to a song I don't know, and I don't know why. Oh, maybe it's the breeze in the oak and the water trees, and the orange and pink prairie sky.
Oh, thank you. Yeah. Very nice. She wrote that uh, when she's on a trip to uh, Coffeyville, Kansas. Uh, she, we did as a duo the same yeah. gig this past Six February. years later. Six years later as a duo. Uh, she had uh, had to had to what was it? Fly to Kansas City, then rent a car. Actually, and then I go had to, to fly to, fly to, to to St. Louis, change planes, fly into Joplin, drive to Coffeeville, and reverse. Yeah, it was, it was nuts. We were down there uh, <laughs> this past February, yeah. and it's a, it, we're working for the Coffeeville Arts Council. Okay. And you're there for for a week, getting really it, wired. Oh, oh well, no. yeah. You actually, you have to drive an hour and a half out of town to get a yeah. to get a good cup of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. That, there is no true. good coffee in coffee. coffee. That's unless, crazy. Unless that's you bring right. it yourself. But that makes we, me we really sick. We were doing sick. shows, you know, for yeah. the local high school, for the local junior college, and a lot of senior centers, and we did 17 shows in five days. Oh. <laughs> and I kept, kept thinking of I, I kept thinking of of. of John Lennon and, and Helter Skelter. I got blisters on my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we, uh, our next stop was Memphis for Folk Alliance yeah. International Conference, but we had a three-day layover in between those two points. And uh, so we decided to do a little tourism, saw some blues museums, yeah. ate some really good food, because in <laughs> Oklahoma, Arkansas, sure. Kansas, you can find lots of good ribs. We, we, we decided like we, we were going to do the blues homage and go walking into Clarksdale as the album yeah. Yeah, we, title you know, goes. Photograph the crossroads. You, yeah, photograph yeah, the crossroads. You know. The crossroads, it's, it's, it's this great big hokey sign with with. Big plaster guitars. Kitty and, corner oh, from kitties. a church's fried chicken. Yeah, three three <laughs> gas stations and a church's fried chicken. Robert Johnson would be <laughs> yeah, his grave. Yeah. But I have a, 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 a little bit of advice. If you're going to, to visit the, a, a blues haven like that, a blues institution, don't go in broad daylight. On, it's creepy in broad daylight. On a, on a national looks, holiday when nothing is open. And there's no music. And there's no music. Yeah. But anyway, so we had three days. We had you know three days to get ourselves to Memphis. Now she has a DPS unit. When we travel together, uh, you mm -hmm. know she's very dependent on this to the point that she's given it a name. Yeah. Chatty Kathy. Chatty Kathy. Okay. What? What? Uh... Our our third day out, we had one night to go, and and we were we had to get to Memphis the next day. So we were looking for a place in in Arkansas to find a place to stop for the night. This is when Kathy chose to have the electronic equivalent of a nervous mm -hmm. breakdown. She kept sending and us around in circles literally. over and over again. With, and once we got to that third left turn, we kind of both looked at one another and said, oh, boy. Yep. Oh, and, and Kathy said, recalculating. <laughs> and then insufficient memory to calculate root. And that's when I fired her. Yeah. You did not fight. She picked okay, the screen up in her hand and gave it a spanking. Bad Kathy. <laughs> Bad Kathy. I was going to ask. It wasn't until the next day yeah. that we finally we went out to an electronics store. And we, we bought, got, an, we a, bought a, a better new one. one. And she picked up at the screen and said, Kathy, you're being downsized. <laughs> it's not your fault. It's the economy. <laughs> I looked into the rearview mirror and I'd swear I saw Rod Serling in the back seat. You know. Bingo. Yeah. Did you work that out with them? They just knew what to do. That's, that's crazy. It's always they just nice know what to do. Like, that's that's creepy. Yeah. So what, what accent did Kathy speak in? Was it um, like a, just a normal American accent, okay. although um, you're, 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 you, can, you can choose different your voices. Your basic for, yeah. TV newsreader accent. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. Occasionally mispronouncing um, the street names like, coming to the Cross Is Parkway. No, that's Cross Island, Kathy. <laughs> But you can also choose different genders and even different yeah. accents. My my little niece wanted to know if you could if I could choose Antonio Banderas, <laughs> and I said, well, what 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 Antonio Banderas say instead of recalculating? And she said, I have failed you. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it'd be kind of funny to have one that that's, that was really rude. You know, you idiot. <laughs> You blew it again, you know. Yeah, do I? You know, you paid all this money. I gave you the all these directions, but did you listen to me? No. I bet you didn't bring a sweater either. <laughs> My dad got one recently. An electronic yenta. <laughs> and he, he put a British accent on it, and I think he calls it Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> Turn left. Turn left. No, no, make no, it to no. right. Recalculate. 
circulate. Yes. Margaret Thatcher would never have told anybody to turn left. Excuse me. She'd figure out a way to do it all in right turns. Turns. Yeah. Circle round and round and round. Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but they all go counterclockwise. Yeah. That's really got to mess with GPS, I would imagine. <laughs> yeah. Have you guys been to England? No, I, I no. haven't. Well, I, I, I think she has. On vacation once, I, I, I knew enough not to drive. <laughs> you know, and I still nearly got killed trying to cross the street because I was looking the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> I really wanted to drive there until I got there and saw it. And then, then I realized that I really didn't want to drive no. at all. Well, the, the worst thing is if you finally get used to it and then you come home and you're driving on the wrong side of the street again. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's they, they, Europe has enough decent rail... <laughs> Yeah. Enough access to bicycles that it's really not. You don't have. Yeah. yeah, you really don't have to. Uh, or you can take a boat. Yeah. Yeah, take a boat. Yeah, you can get almost anywhere you want to go. Mm -hmm. Very, very seriously. Stephen, what do you have going on there with that that um, A minor chord? Almost oh, nothing. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of, you know what you, you know, want to do? You know, that's A minor chord four. Yes. in Coffeeville. What do you think? Yeah, we should do this. Yeah, I think we, we might we, be able we, we, to use yes. a little fiddling somewhere. But. A tribute, if you will, to America's last socially acceptable addiction. Every morning, my mind is still on hold. My consciousness is sitting on the shelf. I cannot keep from yawning. The bathroom floor is cold. Oh, why do I do this to myself? I stumble to the kitchen and I see that holy grail waiting there for me. Kathy, I need caffeine. I need it now. I need hot to black and bean. One but that's you. What I need is steam and shot of liquid speed. Give me, give me, give me that guy. Feed my coffee joy. Caffeine, I need caffeine. I need it now, I need it hot to blacken me. Now I'm not you what I need is sleep and shut the speed. Give me, give me, give me that caffeine. How are you doing, Stephen? I don't see a coffee cup there. I'm worried. I tried so hard to break it. Yeah? I'm telling you no joke. Not funny, huh? TM and acupuncture were no breeze. They weren't? I tried so hard to break it. How hard? I even snorted coke. Steven! But those wretched little bubbles made me sneeze. Someday they'll find me an adult Cappuccino foam dribbling from my mouth Caffeine! I need caffeine! I need it now, I need it now, come back to me One buck is what I need is giving John a little speed Give me, 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 give me,
Thank you. <laughs> Opa! And I do, too, have a coffee cup. There oh, it is. Oh, yeah, you've been hiding it from what, me. What about decaf? Oh, wash Ooh. your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's the, that's the terminator of coffee cups right there. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, you know how some people have this normal... This is for serious coffee, don't Yeah, they, <laughs> people have normal blood types, like, you know, A positive. This is Kenya double A. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Have, we <laughs> have you ever tried to quit though? Seriously, never found the need. No, yeah, no. <laughs> it's it's never come up. You know? good, good point. We Mary and I switched to tea for. I mean, I actually drink coffee when I'm out too, but yeah. we switched to tea a while ago because we ran out of coffee. Oh, that'll do it. Yeah, yeah. and, we and had, then we opened the cupboard and realized that there was so much tea up there that we'd gotten as gifts. It was just like falling out of the cupboard. So, <laughs> oh, okay, we just, so we're oh, drinking tea. Okay, now. we'll try. So some you know, tea. I drink regular tea, and she drinks decaf, but. Some days, there's just not enough coffee in the world. No, no. no. I, I, I'm coffee. pretty serious about it. I roast my own. Wow, that is yeah. serious. She roasts her own beans. I mean, she, cool. she you know. Mm-hmm. I, I, I live the song. I, Steve sings I, I it, but I live quantity, it. I do quantity. She does quality. You yeah. know, that's kind of where that's at. You know. The funny thing about the song, though, is that I wrote it a long time ago, and I, I just didn't sing it myself. And Steve had been singing it for years. And one day, I started singing it again, and somebody came up to me and said, you know, I hate to tell you about this, but that's not your song. And I said, oh, yeah, somebody else does it. Somebody up in, in, in Wisconsin, I said, is it Madison? Well, yeah. Does he wear a cowboy hat and glasses? <laughs> <laughs> that's just so weird. Things get, get so, going in these strange circles. You know, so. Yeah. so how did you guys meet? You've been playing since 1981. 19- on yeah. and off, wow. but okay. Okay. as a formal team, it's kind of was it ninety nine? Uh, two thousand one. Two thousand one. Okay. Formal. Right. Yeah. Actually, what okay. happened was there was this wonderful old nightclub uh, in Chicago, a folk club called the Barbarossa, and they had a Tuesday night open mic. And one night we were both there, and I think I was doing a parody of of um, Delilah called Ayatollah. <laughs> and he said, you, you, you must come to my open mic. I said, where is it? He said, Cobart's Comedy Cove. And this intrigued me. It, it was it's this weird little comedy yeah. club on the northwest side of Chicago, Narragansett and Belmont, mm-hmm. out, in, out in the part of the city where if it's not a polka band or rock and roll, they don't know what the heck it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, that's uh, yeah, we, mm-hmm. we just started singing together there. And there was a little, once the club closed, there was this little traveling troupe of stand-ups and us. We got to play wonderful things like psych wards and mostly <laughs> yeah. psych wards. <laughs> How yeah, is it the first like, the strange thing is we're we're kind of a strange duo just because the first song we learned together forced us to function as a team because the first song we learned together was uh, the Dorothy Fields and Jerome Kern song "A Fine Romance" mm-hmm. oh, oh, from yeah. Swing Time, oh, yeah. the yeah. Ginger from Rogers and Fred Fred Astaire. Yeah. Right, you know. So that forced us to work as a team from the get go, and so yeah. figure out where where each other's ranges lay. And yeah. right, because because you're you're not a couple. You each have no no no. We're, we're married, but not, married, to, but each not each to each other. <laughs> but th- that is interesting. We've had several other uh, other. Um, duos on in yeah. a similar situation, a male and a female, and of course everybody, including you know, Pete and Lou Berryman, and we, and we realized of that show we didn't actually go into the details that they're not married anymore, but no. I mean a lot of duos that never were married never <laughs> will be married or <laughs> yeah. together. But, but people see this and they're, you, you think, well, wow, that's interesting. I mean, how do you work together and you guys travel a lot together and uh, yeah. there's a certain connection obviously playing music. It's, yeah. But, uh, Understanding spouses, that's yeah, sure. that's that's about ninety percent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sp- spouses yeah. who have their own lives too, which yeah, which helps. You know, her 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 husband is a, is a very successful cardiologist. Yeah, well, he's a cardiologist. <laughs> he's, he, 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 we we get by. He's yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, and my wife uh, does all kinds of art yeah. and and. Uh, Sculpture and runs the camera. Filming. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, by day, yeah. uh, drives for Union Cab. You yeah. know, and she's got her own interests right. and her own thing and doesn't really like being on the road that much. Right. You know, and, and uh, doesn't. She performs, she writes songs, but she does, you know, show business isn't really her thing yeah. as such. The art is, is her thing. And my, my yeah. husband plays the radio. 
Yeah. We so need yeah. radio. We need good radio players. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> Out there. Lots more good radio mm-hmm. players. Yeah. So you guys both came up on the Chicago scene. Mm-hmm. Songwriting scene, and uh, from what I hear, and I'm, I'm getting, we're getting more into this. We have some, we've had more and more folks and friends on that are from that scene, and some more folks going, going to be on uh, in upcoming shows. And from what I hear, like, have you ever played at? Uh, do you remember um, Holstein's? Yep. Yeah. Um, interesting stories we're going to hear about that. <laughs> I'm Holstein's, sure. oh, yes. Earl about, of Old Town, his and hers. Somebody Else's Troubles Holst- before Holstein's. Okay. There was a place called Somebody Else's Troubles, and that was named after the Steve Goodman songs, and he was one of the, yeah. the silent partners in that business. It was basically uh, Earl Pianchi of the Earl of Old Town and okay. uh, Fred Ned Holstein. Yeah. Uh, Who were real characters. Fr- yeah, oh, right? both of them. I mean, I mean yeah. you know, uh, and, and Ed actually ran the place. Hands on, yeah. ran the place. Uh, Fred kind of, you know, did his act and ran the open mic and mostly stood around being Fred. Yeah, <laughs> which, as I understand, <laughs> which is quite, quite a, a bit to do. Bit yeah. To do yeah. he's the only guy I've ever seen who could stand on stage. He would stand on stage, and this is back before it was illegal to smoke in bars. This is back yeah. in the seventies. He'd stand in. He'd have a stool next to. He'd be sitting on a bar stool. Yeah, and he'd have a bar stool next to him with an ashtray and a beer. And he'd sit there and he'd, he'd fumble around and he'd, and he'd you know, tell some jokes and he'd, and he'd kind of strum a few chords and he'd look out at the audience and say, I'm going to drink beer for you now. <laughs> <laughs> Take a swig of the beer and then put it back down and get applause. Standing home. <laughs> well, yeah. well, I suppose if you announce it like that, <laughs> you know. know. Yeah. Well, th- that strikes me about, I mean, I, I suppose this uh, folk scene... Our singer-songwriter scene in different cities is slightly different. How would you characterize the Chicago scene, at least in those days? In those days, uh, well, I came in towards the tail end of it. Um, it, where, was ver- it was very kind much of a trend. community. Tra- it's oh, okay. a, it was a community. Yeah. It was transitioning from, from traditional interpreters to, to singer-songwriters. To singer-songwriters. Okay. But it was very much, you know, hey, I know this club down over here that really like your act. You go talk okay. to this guy. And everybody you know? sat in with everybody And else. everybody sat in with everybody else. And everybody was singing everybody else's songs, too. That's... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I, you don't see a whole lot of, 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 of anymore, of people covering one another's songs yeah. in, a, in a community. Even in a, in a community, which we've got a very good one here in yeah. Madison. But you don't see a lot of people covering one another's songs. You don't see a lot of that crossover and sharing, and it affects... What it did was it had a very profound effect on mm-hmm. all of the songwriters in town, and there came to be kind of a Chicago sound, mm-hmm. as it were. Right. And I go out now to other cities. I go out to Seattle, I go down to, to, to Nashville, go down into to, to Owensboro, Kentucky, yeah. and I'm amongst folkies down there, and I say, you, you worked in Chicago, didn't you? You know, just from the way I do things. Yeah. You know, well, that, I, cro- that cross um, cross pollination of ideas. I mean, playing somebody else's material. Yeah, that's what a wonderful thing. And it becomes an influence on you. And the next song you write has a little bit of the other person yeah. in it. Yeah, is is that it? You're thinking, or I mean, among yeah. other things. Yeah, mm-hmm. amongst other things. You know, and and the other thing too is we'd sit and listen to one of those songs seriously. You know, yeah. and. Uh, and make suggestions. You know, they now have songwriters groups and little formal critiques to do the same thing we used to do over a beer at two in the morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which sounds like a lot more fun than a critique. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. To me. yeah. Unless you can bring beer to the critique. Yeah, exactly. You know, and uh, I mean, sometimes it was none too kind. There's a we, 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 we'll, and we'll get to that song later. Uh, the town Dundee's cowboys mm-hmm. born out of their time. But there's a spot yeah. if you're listening carefully, the sun goes down backwards. <laughs> and and Tom had uh, just written this but, song. Yeah, no, no, nobody ever nobody noticed notices it. <laughs> it, it. And I always thought, you know, Tom was always sensitive about it. But yeah, and, and I just told him, I, I figured that's symbolic of how screwed up this poor guy's life is. Uh-huh. <laughs> the universe as a whole isn't functioning properly for this guy. You know, yeah. the protagonist yeah. of the song, not the song. And uh, but uh, he he had just written it and he got up in the Barbarossa and sang it and there's a fellow named Marty Piper and he just sitting there and <laughs> oh yeah I've heard of Marty kind of looking at him <laughs> grinning off one side mm-hmm. of his mouth like he used to and uh, says you, you know the sun's going down backwards don't you Tom didn't <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he didn't song, sing that song again for two months <laughs> yeah you know but uh, th- there's a lot of strange things. There was a fellow named Fred Campo. You might have heard of, of the yep. Volo Bog Trotters. Sure. 
Okay, Fred now works with them, but he used to work as a solo, did ragtime guitar. He attended uh, bar also at the bar at the Barbarossa, the bar we called it for short. Mm -hmm. And he wrote a song. This is wonderful about where where uh, bartenders go when you die. Okay. I wish I could remember. It's called the Pearly Gate Lounge. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was brilliant. It was one of the funniest darn songs I ever seen. He got real superstitious about it because he only did it, ever did it three times and busted a string every time. <laughs> so the first, so he first says, time, he's okay, like, okay, somebody's on. trying to tell me something here, you know. No. Or he says, hey, dude, can I borrow your guitar? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. No. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Why do we do Cowboys? Now that I brought it up. That. Yeah. that was such a great lead-in. Yeah. Now that I brought it up. It's time to do song. I'll make sure I am in tune to you. It was in tune when you bought it. What's the problem? Yeah. Tom Paley of the New Lost City Ramblers was sitting one night at a festival just tuning incessantly and he just couldn't get no matter how he tried, couldn't get this gut-strung banjo to fall itself into tune. And he finally looked out at the audience and said, yeah, yeah, you say you come for the music, but I know you all come for the tuning. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, so much nicer line than ancient Chinese song tuning or something yeah. like that. Well, it's, it, it, was, it could be worse. Art Thane used to say, you know, it's easier to tune a fish and he would go on for a full minute and a half of fish puns. Oh. You know, I just, you know, I know that gives you a headache. I just yeah. did it for the halibut. And yeah. he'd keep going for like a full minute and a half. And by the time you were done, you, you weren't groaning anymore. You were falling on the floor laughing. Mm -hmm. Not because they were getting any better. It's just you couldn't believe he had another one. The main trouble is the scales. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Then there was yeah. Marty Pfeiffer, the aforementioned Marty Pfeiffer, who would take a 12-string guitar and he'd find the one, so, one string that was out of tune and then proceed to tune everything else to it. <laughs> <laughs> now that's thinking. But he could get away with it. Yeah. That's talent. <laughs> anyway, this is These Cowboys Born Out of Their Time, written by Tom Dundee. Cowboy. He was raised in Ohio. He got married, and moved further west. He worked in a shoe store for a few awful years. Then one night he got drunk. Drove a truck for a while up in Fargo But he never got used to smoke He tried settling down and get some ahead But he's still just as wild, just as You can get up and leave any time that you please. That's the one thing he understands. Oh, Oh! 
Cowboys born out of their time He lives out his days now in Denver His best friend is a bottle of wine Don't bother to ask anything about his past It's sleeping the back of his mind As the sun rises over the Rockies It's strange that he don't seem to care When it burns out and settles on Checks the fences around Larimer Square. Range has been settled for years now. Hill Wranglers passed on with their guide. But every now and again, you'll run into the Cowboys born out of their time Born lazy, easy, oh Born lazy, I love to lay Thank you that's beautiful. <laughs> I see why you go, why you guys got together and play music together for as long as you Yeah, yeah, it's making a lot of sense. Yeah. And you know, mm-hmm. we had Stephen Lee Rich here and Sandy and Dina. Thank you for coming. Mm-hmm. Um, Stephen was on the show early on. You were on yeah. one of our first or second episodes. Yeah, quite a few, quite a while ago. And um, you're, you're the nickname. Your friendly neighborhood yodeling cowboy, and it never came up that show. For some reason, we yeah. never got into that. I, no, we actually, we did do that. No, we did? No, we did. We I did swear there that. wasn't a yodel. Really? Yeah. Okay. It was the last song. It was the last because song. Because we get to the end right. of it and say, you know, we've been doing all this, and yeah. I haven't done a yodel yet. <laughs> and I'm usually yeah. drunk by the last song, so. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That was, okay. Oh, she's getting out the dulcimer. Oh, now we're getting Be afraid. The be very the, afraid. The, you want to fiddle for this one. Oh, yeah. Okay. Thanks. Oh, there's the... Oh, yeah. This is, this is, yeah. Fiddles and dulcimers go together like, um, <coughs> um, I'm not sure. What, uh, I don't know. Chocolate and pomegranate. Yeah. <laughs> I can say that because I just killed off a whole bag of chocolate oh. pomegranate kisses. Okay. Chocolate I and pomegranate. I want some. <laughs> Costco. You don't have Costco here in Madison, do you? No, Pity. No. Way as it is. In the West. Yeah, this I'll song deserves to be in tune here. Yeah, this is, I, this is one that she wrote uh, after, after a, a trip to Israel. Oh. And, uh, yeah, I went to a, a kibbutz as part of this trip, way, way up in the, the northernmost part of Israel, northeastern. Little come on. Everybody up here is wincing. When's it gonna, when's it gonna snap? Yeah. <laughs> I teach it. Oh no, this is this is this is in D Mixolydian, and oh. I have taken this puppy up to F. And she can say that five times without without swearing. Yeah. <laughs> that is. So when you teach, do you talk about Mixolydian and all the modes and stuff? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's Mixolydian, basically, um, when I have my, my I, I teach. Yeah. Well, for I'll my, never I, eat at old Joe's yeah. house, Jill, you're the reason why. He blows his nose on old cornbread and calls it pumpkin pie. <laughs> That's when, when I have my, 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 oh my, my kids' students, That's, I tell them it's old Joe Clark when I have my teenagers, it's, Sex and drugs and rock and roll. <laughs> I want to learn those lyrics. <laughs> yeah. Sex and drugs and 
tell them about that. Tell them about the preacher. But the preacher. Oh yeah. Well, we were we we were in in in, in Israel, and um, we found ourselves in Jerusalem one afternoon, and. Um, after being up in this kibbutz, which was right by the demilitarized zone on one side of the building, and you could see this ski area the other side, and all that just was amazing. But it was Friday night, and just before we went out to the Western Wall, we ran into a very distinguished white-haired gentleman, and and he said, "Hi, yeah, my name's you know Reverend Joe Smith from the Faith Bible." Church of, of Katy, Texas, and you know who are who you all? And I said, well, um, my name's Sandy, and um, I'm part of an interfaith tour group from Chicago. And he gave me a look as if I had said, "Hi, I'm with the communists from Mars." <laughs> <laughs> But it, was, it, wasn't just, it wasn't just the fundies of, um, who, and I apologize to any fundamentalists, um, who, who were kind of taken aback at the thought of, of three different religions traveling and worshiping together, my temple, local parish, and the Lutheran church. Um, the the, the, the ultra-Orthodox would not permit us to worship yeah. at the wall not just because we were interfaith, but because we had men and women together. Mm -hmm. So we were standing way back from the wall in the plaza. But one thing I noticed that both the, uh, the men and the women at the wall were doing was taking little pieces of paper out of their pockets and rolling them up and sticking them in cracks in the wall. And I was intrigued by this. So once service was over and they people who were praying at the wall started coming back towards the plaza. I asked one elderly gentleman um, about those pieces of paper, and he said, oh, well, all week long, in preparation for the Sabbath, we write down what our prayers, as opposed to our liturgical prayers. We write our personal prayers. And then we, and we roll them up, and legend has it that, or custom has it, that if you put your prayers on a piece of paper and stick it in the western wall, they go straight to God's ears. And I said, well, what do, you, what do you pray for? And he said, well, you know, the usual, of course, health and prosperity and good fortune for my family. And he says, but these days, I find myself praying more and more for peace. I said, wow, how does that feel? He said, like I'm talking to a wall. So this song came out of that. It's written from the point of view of an Israeli border guard, perhaps just like one that I saw out my window at the kibbutz, riding back to his brand new bride in Jerusalem, and her name is Shira, and so is the song. Shira, there's a sunrise Shaky as this border, I'm patrolling 
Are they thinking on the other side? Is there someone just like me? Missing someone just like you? Does he hate and fear me just because I am a Jew? Does he wonder every day if I'm always tied away? Does he break his vigil only long enough to pray? Someone just like me Living in this nightmare That is our reality Does she wonder if he might Go on walking late one night And is nothing But before the morning One of mine. Yeah. I have songs. You got one. Two, three, four. You've been holding out on us here. Don't stick a carrot up your nose. <laughs> Don't stick a carrot up your nose. Don't stick a carrot up your nose. Cause carrots don't like that. Uh, that's not exactly wow. the one. That's a shorty but a goodie. Yeah, that's not. Where do you go from there? That Don't wasn't stick the one you were thinking up. of. No, what, no. what did you have in mind? Where, where you capo up on three and you play chords in, in G shapes and I capo up in one and play M and A and... Oh, okay, that one. We go from uh, depressing to... Even more depressing. Downright suicidal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get your razor blades The Sunshine out. Show. <laughs> as long as you do it with a smile. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to kill myself, kill myself, kill myself. Anyway. With a carrot. <laughs> Suicide is pain. Oh, my God, no covers. I forgot. Oh. <laughs> no, this one came about in a weird way, though. Uh, I was uh, all of, oh, it must have been 23, 24. I was in the best mood I had ever been in. It was a week into a new love affair. Uh, I was just starting to get the really good gigs, which in those days meant the ones that paid 50 bucks a night. I was renting an apartment that cost 150 bucks a month. So you got three of those in a month, and the rent yeah, was paid. Yeah, you, you were know, set. You can make a living. Uh, <laughs> so I was, I was really happy, and I had, I had just acquired a copy of uh, Woody Guthrie's book, uh, Born to Win, which is a series of essays, poems, drawings, miscellaneous writings, and laundry lists, and things that mostly stuff that people had pulled out of their wastebaskets after Woody had spent the night with them <laughs> and kept them up all night clacking away on the typewriter and then thrown every, bunched everything up and thrown it away and then left. And uh, there was, uh, most of it was pretty uplifting, you know, pretty, you know, part of a we-can-do type of stuff. Yeah. 
Except for one little thing is just right there by, all, all by itself on the page. And it said, uh, sometimes I just feel like an old ball of dirt walking around the world. And for whatever reasons that grabbed me and this song jumped out and wrote itself down. So I figured I'd better learn it quick before it went away. Called Mudball. Sometimes I feel like a mud ball walking around. Sometimes I feel like a mud ball walking around. Got me no home. Got me no home. If there's a handle in the world, everybody wants to grab a hold. If there's a handle in the world, everybody wants to grab a home. Find them a home. Find them a home. Sometimes I feel like I'm walking. Sometimes I feel I got to run. Sometimes I feel I'd be better off standing on the receiving end of a gun. Sometimes I feel I'd be better off dead and gone. Sometimes I feel I'd be better off dead and gone. Need me no home. Need me no Sometimes I feel like I'm running Sometimes I feel like I could fly Sometimes I feel like I'll never break even No matter how hard I try Sometimes I feel like a mud ball walking Sometimes I feel like a mud ball walking around. Got me no home. Got me no home. Got me no home. Got me no We got to do something uplifting after that, though. Yeah. I don't know. I feel pretty good. <laughs> Thank you. We, got, you know, what we got to do. What? We got to do something. Silly. No, we got to do something because we can. Oh yeah. Title track. From mm -hmm. our CD. Yes. Yeah. This is for those of you. Anybody here who has ever been shafted by a bureaucracy? Or has Bernie <laughs> made off with your money? Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Everything in this song actually happened. happened. I came home late one evening, a tired, weary lass. I went to draw my back and found that they'd cut off my gas. I paid them all they asked for, three times what was due. When would they come and turn it on? They said a week or two. I cried, how can I cook my food or wash my dirty head? Why must you be so heartless? And this is what they said. Because we can, because we can. We've got all the gold available to modern man. How we love to do you, we're gonna run it through. So said the police report We couldn't settle so we took The other guy to court We won the trial and the appeal But then no money
money came So I know I called up the insurer Of the clown who was to blame I cried, your stalling tactics Have nearly bled me dry Why must you be so stingy? This was his reply Because we can Because we can We've got all the gold available to modern man Oh, how we love to do ya We're gonna run it through ya So we're sticking it right through ya Cause we can Oh, the cars We only air And we, we don't, don't care, care. Cause we The dogs have done us wrong Their profits will go south And all their stockholders will scream The SOBs will all go bankrupt Oh, what a lovely dream Come true They'll cry Now we are ruined All our money's drained away Oh, why are you doing this? This is what we'll say Everybody sing it with us Because we can because we can, because we can, because we can, we have all the gold available to modern man. Now it's our turn to do ya. We're gonna run it through ya, so we're sticking it right through ya, man, oh man. Well, let this be a lesson to ya, cause we can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. How are we fixed for time here? That. We can do one more, but that, that was a great ender. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, we, we, we do some covers, but, you know, generally speaking, we like to leave folks with this thought. It's an old Utah Phillips song. Ah, hang on. Means, and she's got to get out her dulcimer. Okay. dulcimer. You Utah Phillips, who, who died not too long ago. Uh, <laughs> and uh, this is definitely going to be on the next CD. We got that in the works. We go back into the studio as of Tuesday. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's start working on it. And it's going to be called Two Guitars, a Dulcimer, and an Attitude. By the way, uh, in case you're wondering what I'm doing with a couple of latex gloves, no, I am not going to put them over my head and blow them up. I think Howie Mandel's got the market cornered on that. You're into science is doing it, too. Yeah. I am terribly curious, though. <laughs> well, normally I have a piece of Rubbermaid shelf liner. I call it affectionately my little Appalachian rubber schmata <laughs> to keep my... Dulcimer from slipping off my lap, and uh, I took the wrong dulcimer case today, and it was in the other dulcimer case. So I thought quickly and remembered back to a festival I played once where I also couldn't find my schmata, and I had a pair of dishwashing gloves. And I came on stage and I said, I understand the Gebhard Wood Dulcimer Festival is sponsored by the Hammers and Noters Dulcimer Society, the acronym for which is HANDS, and I held up one of the gloves and people started throwing things. It, it was not pretty. <laughs> we like to leave you with this song, but we also would like your help with it. Uh, it's a real simple song hang to on, sing. Hang on, hang on. We thank you for having us on oh, the show. Thank you. We, we, we thank you so we much. We had a great time. We really have. Are you set? Mm-hmm. All right. It's a real simple song to sing, and your part goes like this. I believe in my live my life again. I would still be here with you. It's just like that, right? I believe if I live my life again I would still be here with you all that time I believe in lady love was blind That old sun would never shine I believe that death really held a knife We'd all be beggars of life I believe 
Thank you guys for coming tonight. Thanks so much for having me. And special thanks also to Mr. Andy LaValle from Bear Sound, with, uh, also with production assistance from Nick McNeese. Thank you all for coming. You can catch our podcast at madtoastlive.com. New ones coming out every Monday and Thursday. Thank you and good night.